picked the wrong day to quit watching movies. Welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies we loved in our youth and find out if they're still any good. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. I'm Ash. I forgot my part. I'm Pat. I was like, the lag is bad today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really tired, guys. I was at Santa Barbara International Film Festival last night. I'm exhausted. Yeah. She was balling it out. Do, do you want a diarrhea puppy? Um, that no. will definitely help you <laughs> with your sleep. Like fair trade, you know, Santa Barbara Film Festival, Diarrhea Peppy. coming out the gate strong today. <laughs> That's going to be a hard non sequitur. Yeah, I mean, definitely the listeners are like, okay, Sam's just into Diarrhea Puppies, I guess. You're welcome. Um, we have a very <laughs> special guest today. His name is Valet, and he's a 10-week-old guide dog puppy. Cause His name is Explosive Bowels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's he's not taking to his new lifestyle very well. Anyway, so you'll probably hear some chewing noise and some puppy noise that we're going to try to keep to a minimum. But we've had this dog for like two days, not even not two, a day and not a, half, a day and a half, and we've lost two days of sleep somehow. So yep, there you go. Anyway, but I am super excited because I am hosting today. It's a movie. We've wanted yeah. to do for a super long time. Oh, it's yeah. airplane exclamation mark because I think that's actually technically in the title. Yeah, it yeah, is. You have to say it airplane. Is. Airplane. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're so, watching airplane on an airplane? Do you still have to like shout airplane? On fun the fact: the only airline that has shown this movie is Aero Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> So, if you flew to Mexico, maybe you've Wait, seen is airplane. This like, is this like one of those movies you shouldn't show on an airplane? Like how you shouldn't watch the first episode of Lost on an airplane? <laughs> I think you're outing yourself in that you haven't seen the movie. I have not, no. Oh my gosh. I know, I'm the virgin here, sorry. Charlatan. I was wondering if the I mean, Aero Mexico version of Airplane has the uh, upside down exclamation mark at the beginning too. Oh, yes. I really hope so. I mean, if it wants to be grammatically accurate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows? Isn't there something else special about this episode? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Happy birthday to us. It's our 100th episode. Not Technically a not our birthday, but it's fine. <laughs> you know, we have the it counts. Centennial. Centennial. Sh- I mean, those are still like years, whatever. I don't know. I don't know, guys. The Centempisode. Centep. Oh. I can't even say that. I'm gonna let you roll. I with can't that. believe we've been we've been doing this for one. Yeah, I know. Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. Wow. <laughs> it's like I feel like I don't even remember most of the episodes. I know it only feels it only feels like a dozen or so to me. Like it's crazy. What a it's big like, yeah, really for you. Flew by. <laughs> yeah. To be yeah. fair, people say you don't commit, but here you are. <laughs> To be fair, I mean, our our Let's React videos have really helped our episode count. Yeah, but I feel like we jumped numbers. it like six months. Yeah. yeah. We oh, were, we're counting those? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're counting I mean, those. Each episodes. one's like half an hour. It's like a ha- half of a regular episode. Yeah, it took and a whole half hour to make those. Brett's editing life. <laughs> yep. Brett's gotten the editing down to a science, I, I mean, I watched but, 
three hours of a movie for for the uh, the last one or the next one. The next one. The yeah, next that's one. true. That is true. Anyway, so hopefully this is special enough. I know we talked about doing Airplane for a really long time on the podcast, and we thought it was the perfect episode to do for the 100th, especially because yeah. Ash hasn't seen it. I know, which You're I the- know is like a comedy faux pas, so I'm here to remedy that. Yep. I'm I'm so nervous that it doesn't hold up, but we shall see. I, I would digress. All right. <laughs> Surely it holds up. <laughs> I think it'll hold up, but don't call me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this movie was released in 1980, which is the same year as The Empire Strikes Back and The Blues Brothers. Oh, so, wow. Huh. Interesting. Cool. Year. Vintage. Oh, um, yeah, a lot of other really great movies came out that year, like Raging Bull, Flash Gordon, um, 9 to 5. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Lily That's Tomlin. been suggested 9 to 5 before we... I don't yeah. know that movie at all. I would love to watch it. Cool, yeah. Anyway, Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Caddyshack, yep. So, a lot of... A lot of movies came out. Is that like the eighties, nineteen ninety three? Like every every good movie. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to think of good eighties movies, and I mean, aside from like the everything we've watched. Yeah, like the I'm blanking on his name right now. Well then, the, <laughs> I, think we're good. I suck with names. Um, like Sixteen Candles, oh, John Hughes. John Hughes, oh, thank John you. Hughes, yeah. yeah. Aside from like his movies, you know, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, little did they, little known fact: all of the John Hughes movies came out at the same time, right in the same year. <laughs> just released them all, like Netflix style. That's like, where. Yeah, he yeah. just he just dumped. <laughs> Um, so this is written and directed by Jim Abrams and David Zucker, and they're just kind of like the Leslie Nielsen directors, like oh. everything they've directed he's been in. Uh, and it's movies that I've never even heard of, um, like Top Secret. They really like exclamation marks. Yeah. That um, movie's great. Yeah. I think it was one of my episode enders. Sh- no, actually, it, I don't think sh is technically in the title. I think it's just called Top Secret. Yeah. But it looks like it. Um, they also did The Naked Gun Two and a Half and something called Basketballs with a. V- oh my oh. God. Uh, with Basketball. the South Park guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They okay. also did Hot Shots, which is amazing. I don't think oh. I've seen Hot Shots. <gasps> oh, they're so great. We have to watch that one. I feel like we moved on from basketball too fast. I don't think it'll be the final, but the, the sequel to Hot Shots is called Hot Shots Part Do. Do, yeah. And my, uh. my working title for my sequel is Space Tripping Part Do. Oh, that's perfect. I don't think it'll, I think I have something else in mind, but yeah, that's yep. how the file's saved. It makes sense, though. I mean, I'm not surprised to hear you say that because all of those, I've seen, I think I've seen pretty much all those movies you listed, Sam, and they're all that a very similar vein yeah. of of humor well, and comedy. Well, apparently, like this film is a parody of a movie called Zero Hour with an exclamation mark from 1957, oh. which I've never seen. But apparently, it's serious and it's not meant to be funny. But it has lines like, we have to find someone who can only, not only fly this plane, but who didn't have fish for dinner. What? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know the context of that quote, but I kind of really want to watch that movie now. That's amazing. Yeah. 
Well, I think, and again, this is one of those that goes in the pantheon of good comedy movies that are do are parodies, uh-huh. but are doing parodies the right way. They're basically what all of those uh, the, the the scary movies had their moments, yeah. had some Which... moments in there, but for the most part, they're. And then the ones they just call like it's literally they had a slew of them that were just genre movie. It was like epic movie. Yeah, was one of them superhero movie, and those are just trash. And, but uh, this is this this is a great example of how to do that right. Totally. Yeah, I feel and, like you don't see like parodies of actual films anymore. They're just parodies of genres. Yeah. And do they count? Does it even count as a parody if literally are doing is holding something up from those and saying, "Remember this? Remember this?" <laughs> Which is basically what those movies do. Yeah, yeah. It almost feels like the Disney Marvel movies are like sentimental parodies of their own genre now. Like, I don't know, like all the Thor movies and everything. Like they just or make like jokes. Deadpool. Deadpool yeah. yeah. Well, Deadpool's a different studio, but still, yeah, like, same vibe. Mm-hmm. Totally. All right. So, who else is in this, Sam? Yeah. So, we got Leslie Nielsen, which you mentioned. And you mentioned the scary movies, which Leslie Nielsen was in Scary Movie 4, which is what? kind of funny. Really? Yeah. I didn't know I, that. <laughs> I know. I'm sure it's just a cameo. But <sighs> I was like trying to look up what he had been on before. And it seems like he's just like the cameo guy. Like oh, yeah. he was on one episode of The Love Boat or maybe two episodes, a Swiss Family Robinson episode. And then he went on to do more stuff after Airplane. So uh. like The Naked Gun and Surf Ninjas, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, that's career right. defining Surf Ninjas. Yes. This, I feel like this is his shot at redemption here. Yep. <laughs> Can I just shout out? I'm on his IMDb page. And he was in a movie called 2001, A Space Travesty. Travesty? <laughs> I can't talk today. But it's just yeah. an amazing title. Yeah. So actually, he, they, so the studio actually wanted Dom DeLuise to play oh. the doctor instead of Leslie Nielsen. And it was his first comedic role. And the studio was like, uh-uh, go with Dom DeLuise, obviously. That's makes way more sense that the directors fought to get him in and this role as a comedy person totally launched his career afterwards and he just kept doing all these comedy parts was he not doing comedy really i thought he was i always thought of him as established as a comedy but no i'm looking at yeah uh, i did too Hmm. i feel like he's like mdib MDib a household comedy name even today yeah and like yeah absolutely but like from from what just airplane and like the naked gun yeah pretty much wow. yeah well naked the G- naked gun movies were basically movie adaptations of a show he did <clears throat> called police squad uh, Again, that's right oh, police point. squad's famous yeah i haven't seen it though i haven't seen police squad either i saw that <laughs> pop up a lot of uh these actors went on to star in other movies and shows by these same guys so, like, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who plays Murdoch. He is also not famous for acting. Yeah. <laughs> what is he famous for? He's, He's a very, very famous basketball player. Okay. Oh. I don't I, I don't cross over into the sports yeah. world. So I had a really tough time. I'm like, I don't know what else he's been in, Police Squad. <laughs> and then he had like all of these weird cameos. So that fills in some gaps. Thank you, yeah, guys. He's like, he's like Shaq famous. Oh. Oh. 
But I know Apparently Shaq. not because Sam and I have yeah. never heard no, of him. No, he's like all-time great <laughs> basketball player. Yeah, there's like 10, maybe 10 basketball names that you would know, and it, that's one of them. Well, what if you if you only know like two basketball names, then he's not on it. That's true. Yep. I think LA did a statue of him oh. recently in the last couple of years. That's interesting. I did not know that. You think they did a statue of him, but you can't tell because no one's ever seen the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> so we have uh, Lloyd Bridges in here who plays McCursky. I same sort of thing. Like I don't know what else he's been in. Um, Peter Graves is probably one of the more famous people in that wow. he was in Mission Impossible, the original. Oh. Yep, and then uh, we have Ethel Merman. This was her last movie before she passed away, and she's Aww. like a early nineteen forties fifties movie star from It's a Mad 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 World. Yeah, she's big back. Then. Oh. Yeah, and then um, the Show Business Life is that what it's called? Um, so yeah, it's kind of sweet that it's her last film. Nice comedy role, and honestly, it's a lot of people that I'd never heard of before. <laughs> So wow. I feel like that's like a comedy thing, though. Like, not anymore. Nowadays, it's like, oh, there's a comedy person. I guess they're doing every comedy movie. But there there was a time when it was just like, maybe there's a star and then a bunch of unknowns. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fun fact, Otto has his own ID- IMDb page and has his own credit on the airplane page. Who's Who Otto? Autopilot. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, no, she's <laughs> wow. Uh, you'll see, Ash. Yeah, you'll That's see. Funny. So, I, I mean, it makes sense that there aren't too many big names. Oh my God, wait! But Otto has two IMDb credits. He's on an episode of MythBusters. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing! As himself, I'm sorry, it's hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> that's amazing. So. This movie only had a production budget of $3.5 million. Wow. And it made back its entire production budget in the first two days in theaters. Wow. So it grossed about $83 million in the U.S. and then about $130 million worldwide. So it it was a successful financial movie. Uh. Do you say a hun- how much? It 130. Grows? 130 million. Wow, that's a lot for that time that's, period. Uh, that's 1980. Adam Sandler profits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Is everything I say just like a degrading comment to someone? <laughs> I mean, that definitely was not nice of Adam Sandler. I don't know. Anyway, so <laughs> the answer is yes. It's definitely yeah. a pattern interrupt from our last couple that have all been financial failures. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This one is a success financially. Hey, and and Ninja is a financial success in our hearts. That's true. <laughs> I mean, the fact that they, if we remember, they never released what it costs to make. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's definitely a good way to sweep your failure under the rug there. <laughs> all right, thoughts, expectations, hopes, dreams. Ash, Ooh. fresh baby yeah. face of this movie. I know. <laughs> I uh, I don't know a lot about this film, except that they're trying to land an airplane, and it's a comedy. Um, I've definitely seen pictures of Otto before, so I was aware, somewhat aware of that. But I don't know much. I think I might have seen 
the trailer for this movie once a long time ago, and it looked like really dated because <laughs> it's like 1980. Um, <laughs> and low budget but, 1980, so it's not like they were using top no. of the line anything. <laughs> Guys, um, 1980 was almost 40 years ago. I know. Isn't that what? crazy? What? Yeah. Don't, yeah. No, don't do that to me. It's too early yeah. in the morning. <laughs> um, uh, but I'm, ex- I'm expecting that after seeing this movie, all of a sudden stuff that people probably quote all the time, because I know this is a super quotable movie, that mm-hmm. suddenly I'll be like, oh. Yep. Because I've been in ignorance this whole time. That's definitely going to happen. I think that's a safe bet to assume. I think this movie had a phase in, in, in like the Monty Python stuff mm-hmm. where like people were quoting it a lot and now no one quotes it anymore. Uh, it's fallen mm-hmm. out of the vernacular. So, Well, I, I was hmm. just on a shoot where two people were quoting it back and forth to each other. So people are still oh, quoting it. They were I mean, older than me, but uh, yeah, it still happens. Sounds right. <laughs> I mean, it could be coming full circle. Like, I feel like these movies like have cycles. You know, like everyone is like, "Oh yeah, airplane!" Ha 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 ha, and then they forget about it for a bit, and then it comes back. Have you guys noticed? Um, and maybe it's that that effect where when you see when you do something, then you start seeing it everywhere. But I feel like whenever we do a movie that's like unprompted. You watch, there's going to be like uh, some sort of airplane news coming out in the next couple of months. We're trendsetters on the fucking national stage. (laughs) We're moving the needle on the zeitgeist. Totally. All right, Patrick, what are you expecting? Uh, I'm expecting a complete giggle fest. Yeah. I loved this movie when I was a kid. It was on TV a lot. I watched it and uh, it's like the granddaddy of the parody movies and just. Those ones you uh, listed off, Sam, I loved mm-hmm. all of those. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I think I'm going to start, it, it's definitely going to, uh, there's going to be a lot of quotes. I'm like, oh yeah, that. I need to start <laughs> saying that more. <laughs> very quotable. I totally agree. I love this movie as a kid because it's, it's it's very silly. Mm-hmm. It's very silly. And I pre- and that was one of the first times I saw a movie. I was like, oh, these you can be silly and that's fun. And people like that. But- I also predict some uh, call uh, light, maybe more than light, light racism. Uh, yeah, light um, racial yeah. insensitivity is definitely yeah. a fear. So which of mine? Yeah. It, I'm a little afraid and of that. Maybe some sexism, probably. Yeah, probably. I but I don't. I don't think my fear of it being sexist overshadows my fear of it being racist. Mm. And Patrick and Brett, I'm sure. No. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, (laughs) there's a a time behind which that everything's just a little racist, and you have to be okay with watching that. Uh, (laughs) Like, it's it stopped being a surprise when we watch anything older than, like, 1990, and then there's, like, you know, a horrible Asian caricature or something Mm -hmm. in it. Like, Mm -hmm. just, like... Okay, there it is. Ugh, I mean, move on. I feel like, like the sen- the seventies was actually surprisingly sensitive to this, mm-hmm. and then the eighties came, and they're like, 
No, 70s. You were too sensitive. You were all those hippies that came out in 1969. It was last generation's yeah. uh, fucking snowflake boomers. They're like, ah, too much political correctness. Let's just do everything wrong for the next <laughs> decade. Yeah. <laughs> 60s was definitely like a terrible racist time. And then there was a lot of movements and Woodstock and like things became more aware People became Welcome more to woke. our history podcast. Yeah, yeah we definitely. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it off there. Sorry, we tried to go deep there. No, we do. Oh. We do tend to ping pong as a society, though. It feels like there's yeah. like progress, mm-hmm. yeah, and then it gets clawed back a little bit by the assholes. <laughs> We're now in one of those periods yeah. currently. Just like I just bit. saw. Have you guys seen Black Klansman yet? Oh no, no I want I'm to. It was good. It's so good, and uh, I saw. Spike Lee talk at the Santa Barbara Film Festival about it. Oh, and, fun. You know, he's like, it's a story from the 70s, and he's like very much paralleling today. You know, mm-hmm. like it's it's totally what you're, you know, they're talking it, about. What, isn't it the based ra- on a true story? Like the yes. tour that oh, yeah. actually happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But Topher I, Grace plays David Duke, a very yes, real person. He was very real piece of shit really person. Really good too. I thought you were um, gonna say Topher Grace played David Duke uh, uh very convincingly. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it yet. Well, no. <laughs> I mean you see like you see like footage of David Duke and you're like, that was perfect casting. Definitely. Yep. Oh, excellent. But anyway, yeah, I, I'm I am fearful that the scene that I'm thinking of, it could have been handled in a like funny poking fun of racist type of way, or it could have been handled in a, we think this is funny and at its core, it's funny because it's racist. Mm. And I'm very, I haven't seen this in so long that I'm very fearful that it's the second. You know, it's been a long time since I've seen it. But what I'm trying to remember is, and there's definitely not, it's never okay, okay, but there's definitely when you're watching something and from older, you know, from years past Mm -hmm. and there's problematic stuff, you know, that's, there's, we come across it all the time watching these movies. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's definitely, there's different vibes to it, right? I feel like, I feel like there's definitely going to be some stuff that is not cool, but there wasn't malice in it. Yeah, when they were doing it, it was yeah. more out of ignorance. It brings to mind Crocodile Dundee. Whereas juxtapose it with one we've all done, Ace Ventura. Oh, Ace yeah. Ventura. Like that yeah. that's like just straight up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's very uncomfortable and not cool. And there's and there's 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 malice in that. There's there's yeah. like a you people are different and weird and other and mm-hmm. gross mm-hmm. In, in as far as it's homophobia and transphobia. Whereas. I feel like, and again, not that it excuses it, but there's definitely, there's different grades to it. And, and I don't know, I think there's going to be some stuff they're like, ooh, yeah. but not too bad. Not so malicious as yeah. some of the other things we've seen. Totally. Yeah. Brett? I think that I'm going to enjoy this movie uh, and actually have, my prediction is about your enjoyment of this movie. Oh. <laughs> oh. I didn't think, I don't think the the racism is why. I have predictions about your enjoyment of the film. Uh, Uh I'm going to enjoy it because it's, I think it's a hundred percent full of jokes Mm -hmm. that are the jokes that I enjoy. Oh no. (laughs) And that you 
do not enjoy. They're puns. It's this whole puns. thing is fun. Oh, oh, oh it's, yay! It is. It's a hundred percent central. Puns. Oh. Air, air pun. Yeah. Exclamation mark. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a puntacular. <laughs> so dad jokes. <laughs> Be ready. Dad jokes and puns. Prepare All right. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. It's For been. For the punning. <laughs> the punning. <laughs> I, it's been a long time since I've seen this, and I think I've only ever seen it once, and it was in like 2007, 2008. So it's mm-hmm. been almost 11 years. So, wow, yeah. Well, I mean, and it's a very different climate now, so it could feel oh, yeah. different. Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna. <laughs> it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping it ages well. Like. How great would that be? But then that could be our answer to why nobody was talking about airplane recently. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. if it doesn't hold up, then people would not want to talk about it. So yeah, like like I was surprised. Um, a Christmas story is one that I used to. When did that come out? Christmas like eighty seven, nineteen eighty three, is what IMDb says, and that was one that like. Bryce and I used to watch around Christmas time and mm-hmm. this past Christmas we went to watch it and the pacing from movies made in the 80s to now is so different that we were like yeah. this movie is so boring well, and we could not sit through <laughs> it we were so surprised totally. I know I, I want to watch it again so. but I feel like there was a clear break kind of like halfway through the 80s You know, Mm -hmm. like as it started transitioning to like action films, you know, like Lethal Weapon time and all that. Totally. Because 70s films are like super slow slow paced. Yeah. Yeah. They're really cinematic. They take long shots and like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that kind of carried over to the beginning of the 80s. But I think to be fair about Christmas Christmas Story, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nobody sits through a Christmas Story. It's on the TV. In the background. It is it's the Yule log. Yeah. That's an excellent point. I guess so. I mean, I sat through it originally. I've only seen it twice, I think. We we watched it one year not too long ago. I'd never seen it before. I think it was just like five years ago or something. And I was like, oh, this movie's so funny. And then this year it was just like, I don't know, there was just a disconnect. It didn't seem <laughs> as funny and sharp anymore. Oh, I think a lot yeah. of times it's who you watch it with, too. Like, for yeah. me, Christmas Story, I can only watch it with my grandpa. Like, oh, it will never yeah. be the same if I'm not watching it with my grandpa, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it could be that factor, too. Yeah. Like, if you're watching it alone, like, Elf, you can watch alone, like, <laughs> oh, while you're God, drinking yes. hot cocoa and, like, shopping for Christmas presents on Amazon. 100%. But, like, mm-hmm. Chris, you know. Nobody watches I mean, It's a Wonderful Life is alone. like uh, the person who stands up in the theater yelling at the screen about the thing that's about to happen. But like <laughs> for a Christmas story, like, oh, you got to shoot your eye out. <laughs> the only other one that he likes more than that, I would say, is my cousin Vinny. So. Oh, we this still have true. to do that one. I love it. It's so good. Anyway. All right. All right, let's pause our recording. Go watch. I almost said a Christmas story. Let's go watch <laughs> Airplane and we'll jump back in after we have watched it. Stay alive. Stay alive. Stay alive. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was April, cool. man. Your levels. Yeah. <laughs> um, welcome back, crew. We just finished watching Airplane. Airplane. Yes. Airplane. airplane. You have to say it. Airplane. Exclamation Please point. exit, you know, to the exits to your left. Look around you. Yeah. Your exits may be behind you. I don't know. I don't know how to say the thing that they Look say. around you. That's a different thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, who, anybody have any right out of the gate statements? Wow. This movie has problems. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to clarify because when I was saying, oh, it was definitely not as light, the racism. It was a little heavier <laughs> than... Uh, well, it was like both less and more racist than I thought. Like the stuff that was really troublesome was like, whoa! And then like some of the stuff was like, all right. Yeah. Oh, like stuff you thought would be worse wasn't as bad, but other stuff took you by surprise kind of thing? Yeah, it was It was like uh, most of the stuff they did involving the... The the tribesmen and the the jive dudes on the plane was surprisingly okay. It was mostly making fun of white people, but then th- everything else they did, <laughs> like all of the yeah. murder, the immolating yeah. guy, yeah, yeah, all, all of the mur- the ways that people were killing themselves was very yeah <laughs> cliche, yeah, yeah, yep. which stereotyping, yeah. Also making light of suicide, which yeah. is not something that's socially acceptable it's, nowadays. Yeah. It actually, uh, super quick detour. I, I had an idea for a comic book I wanted to make, right? That I thought would be a lot of um, fun. But then I realized, I don't know if there's a fun way, if there's an okay way to do it. Because it was about like a Superman type analog <laughs> who couldn't die, but was very depressed and had lived for Valentine oh, and God. wanted to. So he kept, <laughs> oh, he kept, well, he kept trying to find what, but nothing can kill him like a nuclear warhead. Like he would kept saving the earth, uh, you know, putting himself at risk, quote unquote, to save the earth in the hopes that, you know, he would die, but it, it never, it never worked out. Oh man. And, uh, so you thought up Deadpool two before. Well, like the whole point yeah. is he was trying to, yeah. It, but then, uh, like I, like he started would start paying supervillains to try and do things that he could stop in hopes that their plots would kill. And, but then I, was, I don't oh. know how it's something that's interesting. I feel like it could be really interesting, but it's something that I don't know if could be done in a way that is respectful and doesn't. Have you seen the Misfits, the Hulu show? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I finished it. I know I saw a lot of it because there's that I one didn't guy. Finish it either. If with that with with that power, <laughs> the guy who's in Game of Thrones. No, no. is that, that the same guy? No. He, oh. Well, the, he does die. But oh, he comes the funny back. guy. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. So, but but it's kind of the same thing. We're just like like kind of depressed about it for a little bit, and. Mm-hmm. But I guess like the whole thing is the whole premise of the 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 comic book would have been him the hero trying to find ways to kill himself and I, that just felt like I would never want it to seem like yeah. I was making light of that and that's just uh, yeah so it, it's gone on the shelf <laughs> it's gone on the mental shelf I think you could definitely make your idea work you just have to be really sensitive yeah it's really and, risky and I thought like every issue of it or something would like first page and last page are like uh. You know, if you're, you know, put the hotline number on it and mm-hmm. like a, 
you know, mm-hmm. please reach out, talk if you're having, you know, th- th- I think theoretically there's a way to do it. I do not have the bandwidth right now <laughs> to figure that out. If you set it up so that he's been alive like way longer than one lifetime's worth, I think that helps, you know. Yeah, that that's a good idea. Differentiate it. But let's talk about yeah. airplane guys. Like, Sorry for that. Yeah. <laughs> to that incredibly dark detour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um I was laughing a lot. Like <laughs> right out of the gate. A lot. So Brett was wrong. I was wrong. I was pretty much flat out wrong. There were like a couple of groaners, but mostly laughing the whole time. It was way more packed full of jokes than I remembered. There's so many like stuff in the background too. Yeah. Like the, at the very beginning of the film, the pilot is like standing next to this magazine rack that has just a bunch of porno mags on it and says whacking Whacking material. material. Yeah. Like. I There's love so it. many like small things, or like the curb, easily miss the curbside voices that are fighting with each other. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. I liked on on the plane the nun reading boy's life, and then they cut to the boy reading nun's life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, did you guys? So, yeah. So uh, I was checking out the trivia page, and a, and a couple of them Sam had said beforehand, but uh, it's really crazy that I, I think of Lloyd Bridges and Leslie Nielsen as comedic actors because that's all I've seen them in I feel like as comedies but like Mm -hmm. Sam had said that you know before this I guess they were picked along with a couple of the other actors specifically because they'd never done comedy before yeah I don't think that that's true though because if you look at Leslie Nielsen's like uh IMDB like he was doing comedy on tv like he wasn't doing films but he was on like MASH and like there's a few sh- comedy shows he was definitely on before this movie. So I don't think he wasn't doing comedy. You should take it up with IMDb Trivia then. <laughs> I think Leslie Nielsen, though, he's the best part of this movie. Totally. Like, for sure. I wish he had been the the main character because I just wanted more of him, you know? <laughs> I just, I was surprised at how much of like a straight man he was playing that's not how Mm. it was in my memory like he was wacky Mm. crazy more like surf ninjas and Mm -hmm. he was really good in that role it was really funny yeah i also thought every second that kareem abdul jabbar was on screen was amazing Oh, yes. I love when they, like, pulled him out of the seat and he's wearing his basketball shorts. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, he's just confronting the kid was so great. Yes, I love that. And that kid's reaction, he's just like, I'm in too deep. I don't know what any of this means. They held on that shot for so long. I know, it was so good. Speaking of the kid, what was with those super uncomfortable pedophile jokes? I, that was yeah, that uh, didn't, cringy. That didn't I well. initially, I was like, this, these are very distasteful. This is really bad. And then Brett. I, th- I thought it landed for me because it was just yeah. a rip on like how fucking brazen that creepy white dudes can be. And it was like, I don't know. I thought it was with pretty it. good. Yeah, like yeah. like right out in the open, like, wow, what what are you asking this kid? Got no one even questioned it. Yeah. Like I, after Brett said <laughs> that, that's totally how I reinterpreted the joke and then I felt better mm. about it. It was not it was a joke. Fucking creepy. Yeah, it was creepy. <laughs> yeah. The joke is not pedophilia is funny. The joke is 
all of you people that hear this shit and do nothing are messed up. Mm-hmm. My brother-in-law, it's just random for years has told me, he just will randomly call me or text me in mid conversation. out of nowhere will ask me, he goes, ask me if I've ever seen a grown man naked. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was one of the lines that was going around uh, for a while. There are ones that uh, yeah, or the ever hangout in like Tur- a, gym a Turkish bathhouse room, yeah, or, or Turkish prison was it? It was yeah. Turkish prison. Like, wow, it just I was hoping that there would be more of a payoff. Like we see something bad happen to him in return, you know? Like I feel like I would have felt better about it. I if, mean, like, he did have the most gruesome illness scene. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. I love the nurse scene when she's singing that song. Oh. And, like, just <laughs> killing the girl and everyone's into it. What? I, I don't understand what that... I, I thought it was just an IV drip. Like, you wouldn't just, like, start dying if it, your IV unplugged. Movie medicine. It's movie medicine. Yeah, they kind of... I, mean, I it, mean, I don't know. It was just yeah, wacky medicine. Yeah. A blow-up doll can't drive an airplane, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just... Well, I mean, in general, this movie is definitely absurdist comedy, which yeah. is not my favorite. I'm not huge into absurdist comedy, so some of the jokes... I were like for me. I love, but I adore um, silly wordplay jokes. Yeah, like, yeah, um, I like those too. So, like, of course, the the most famous one is, and we said it, is the "Don't call me Shirley." But yeah. mm-hmm. I really love the one where it was uh, like we have what's a hospital? Yes, it's and- like I just got her from <laughs> yeah. the hospital. The hospital, what yeah. is it? And, you know, the big building with patients, but that's not important. But I I, I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or the, the, the I think some of the best gags were actually the running gags. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know mm-hmm. or that the uh, the pilot one was named Roger and one was named Over. So when they were talking on the radio, it'd be like Roger, Roger, yeah. Over, Over. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Oh, do you know? I know. I saw another trivia thing at the very beginning. The gag with the two different voiceovers at the at LAX, yeah. doing about the red. <laughs> those are the actual. They got the actual people that at the time. Oh, really? We're voicing the announcements <laughs> at the airport. That's amazing. So that was LAX. I was oh, like, I'm guessing. That looks I don't know. Yeah. Like LAX. It's Los Angeles. It looked so. like it. Yeah. yeah. Or like you talk about wordplay, uh, the. Like I like the smoking section and his ticket is like yeah. smoking, you know? <laughs> smoking or not. Which also was like. Damn, was this movie made in a time where you could still smoke on an airplane? That That's was what crazy. I asked. But yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I don't find think out. you could ever smoke on commercial flights. I don't know. Oh, they all could. had ashtrays in the arm yep. handles. Well, yeah. I mean, even they still have ashtrays on the plane today because it would be wildly dangerous mm. not to not have an ashtray. No, 1988. What? Well, no, no. no. <laughs> Is when they ban smoking yeah. on commercial flights. That's crazy. The year we were born. Yeah, that is crazy. I'm not surprised yeah. though. Yup. The, the reason why there's still ashtrays is because they just haven't fucking updated any airplanes since the 80s. Well, also well, they're required to have them in the bathrooms because people break the rules. And then if you have a fucking thing on fire on the plane and nowhere to put it out, then that's mm, more of a problem. Yeah. It's. But yeah. That's wow. Crazy. I, it's just weird because, like, for most of most of my life, smoking's not been allowed almost anywhere, and so it, you like, clearly didn't travel to the Midwest when you were a child. Yeah, but like, <laughs> they, yeah, I guess it was like <laughs> or the Vegas. Coast, the coastal cities banned it f- first. 
but like, yeah, all the indoor smoking isn't like a thing at most places anymore. Yeah, I was. No, it's, it's I was banned. in college in in Illinois when it uh, ha- went into effect in like bars. Uh huh. So is everyone pissed? Uh, I feel like a ton of people I know. I I was a very casual. I was never a smoker, and I haven't touched a cigarette in over ten years. But I was a very like at the bar if. On a Saturday mm-hmm. night, if someone handed me one or something, I'm like, yeah, why not? It's something to do. It's something to do with your hands. And then literally yeah, yeah. the moment it went into effect, like on a January 1st, again, I'm in Illinois, the northern half of Illinois in college. It's like, oh, I have to go outside now? Now I'm cool. And I've never had a, <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a cigarette that's, since. That's it. Yep. Lines, lines drawn. Yep. Yeah, it always was really weird to me growing up in California where it wasn't really a thing. And then we'd go visit my family in Michigan and they the waitress would always ask, like, smoking or non-smoking? And I'd look over and see all the smoke and I'm like, what yeah. the hell? Yeah, when I was a oh kid, God. we'd go out to restaurants with my family. It was There was still a time where I remember, yeah, there's smoke in, like, Applebee's and stuff. There's smoking and non-smoking section. I just yeah, had a, like, exactly. a flashback to uh, my grandma's bingo night at the at that center and there there's it's this huge like gym sized you know room where everybody's playing bingo and then there's a glass wall down the center of it and yep. one side was smoking and one side's not smoking and you can't see into the smoking side yeah. <laughs> oh, sexy those rooms oh, look so um, unappealing like uh, at airports now what they have like little Little glass smoking rooms, lounges for people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Anyway, we live in better times. Yeah, now it's just <laughs> vapes. So, <laughs> you were mentioning it being like non-sequitur. Do you vape on an airplane? No. No. Okay. I'm just, you cannot. I just wanted to know. It is still considered smoking and illegal. Um, you mentioned it being non-sequitur comedy. And I think the world is ready for another comedy like this like it's so have you seen toast of london yes because oh toast of london is so good it's matt Matt berry's show and it it has that same like absurdist comedy vibe to it Mm -hmm. where just like ridiculous things happen um it's a little toned down from how wacky airplane was but like yeah it's non sequitur but like still on plot point kind of kind of stuff but it's it's mm-hmm. Matt Berry so if you like that uh it's a good show <laughs> yeah our, i think our our friend our little friend group in california here is like Matt yeah. Berry yeah it's really funny but i even that show i feel like is not packed with as many jokes as this show like or this movie mm-hmm. i feel like mm-hmm. they did a really good job like what Ash said, just putting jokes in the background. Mm-hmm. So, and there's like a lot of things to notice and laugh at. So even if you don't yeah. think the main joke on screen is funny, you know, you look in the background and see the porno magazines and then you laugh. Like there's something mm-hmm. for everyone in every scene. Or there's like one scene where this guy's like doing laundry while the like airplane radar person is like talking to them oh, on the yeah. radio and somebody's just doing laundry in the background <laughs> or the guy uh, that he's like saying ridiculous things like the chief of the airline or whatever and he like puts his hands on the desk and you look behind him and there's a picture of himself with oh, his hands yes. on the desk like, i love that type of joke I think yeah my, my favorite running gag joke in this was uh 
uh, how about some more coffee? No, thanks. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he, that's Steven Stucker is the, uh, yeah. the actor who is that guy. Johnny mm-hmm. was him. And, uh, yeah, yeah. his, I felt like his stuff was really hit or miss. Uh, there was some I really liked and some of it, I guess he ad-libbed most of it. But <laughs> it seemed like yeah. it. <laughs> what yeah. I thought was weird is I was just lo- just now as looking up was it seemed like almost stunt casting. Like we're supposed to know who he is. And yeah. I looked it up and I looked, there wasn't really, it didn't look like he did much of note before this. So which I this thought was This is the weird. guy that was quoting Broadway, right? He was like the dude that I, I, the interpretation I took by the end of the film was that this dude has like mental issues and it, it, it like really, I was like not expecting us to be making fun of the mentally challenged in this film, but that's really what it felt like by the end. The gay like dude was, it, he kind of felt like he had, yeah. he was uh uh crap. Now I can't remember his name. Like that dude's park and parks and rec character. Billy Eichner. Oh. Billy Eichner. Like, like I just don't give a shit about any of this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see. That's how I took it. I thought he was like totally self aware and just like fuck all of you guys. I'm doing what I want. I can't remember what it was, but there was a couple things towards the end where I was like, wait, is this dude just like mentally challenged? Like, there were a few things where I was like, it wasn't till the end, but I was like. Does this guy have like Aspergers or something? Is that what they're trying to make fun of? He had it, the most offensive caricature in the film yeah. with his little Native American thing. Uh, Me, Johnny, was, or something when they cool. go to the tower. Yeah, right. The line right mm-hmm. before that, where it's like, yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to do it. But yeah. <laughs> no, no, Brett, <laughs> I want don't. you to do it and and do it with an accent. Yeah, I see no way that that could <laughs> no. be go wrong. That cannot go wrong. Yeah, that. I kind of missed that joke due to puppiness, but you looked shocked, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not going to ask what that was." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, wow, <laughs> it's bad." Uh, yeah, there were a few things he did where it was just like, "Uh, what, what do you make of this?" I can make a hat. I can. So I like <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, that, that was <laughs> hilarious. Massage. Uh, and I like all of the jokes that they wrote, like you were saying, Patrick, where it's just like, it's if you read it straight. It's like nothing out of the ordinary. And then the other character just like completely misinterprets it. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. really funny. Like the Shirley line. And I feel like that's yeah. my favorite kind of comedy is, is like linguistic misunderstandings. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that you see a lot anymore. Who's on first? What's on second? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to say, though, that the the main actress, Julie... Haggerty? Mm-hmm. Is that her name? Yep. She was horrible. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but I think the worst part of this film. Yeah. I I don't know. I I think she was great. And yeah. she was trying to she was doing a parody of like that 1950s like perfect love interest. And the part, the line that turned me was when she was talking to the passenger on the plane about her past relationship. And with a completely straight face, she described sitting on her boyfriend's <laughs> face and moving all around. <laughs> I was like, she's good. Cause I could not say that with a straight face. Well, it's that, like, I don't remember what we saw a movie recently where it was like a woman talking in that particular cadence 
which mm-hmm. you know the uh, the over the, the way too soft talking you know mm-hmm. this this is just how I talk and like oh you don't know I think she was yeah. bad on purpose yeah I think she was too but I, I it wasn't the soft voice for me it was the like just her delivery of lines she just she just delivered a lot of the lines like a really bad actor like uh. I don't know, especially in the beginning when she's having the conversation with him. Like, I got that he was being, like, over the top, you know, and and that he worked for me. But she just was like, you're just bad. Like, you sound like you're reading lines. You don't don't sound like you're not trying, you know. I'm really curious to watch the movie that they parodied because I have a feeling (laughs) that a lot of the inside jokes or a lot of the things that felt flat were actually inside jokes making fun of that movie. Yeah, that that line that yeah. I can't respect or I can't be with someone that I don't respect or whatever. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like sounded like it was maybe. Yeah. So that very much felt like a cheesy 1950s movie. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I feel like there were a lot of jokes in this that I, I think if we had seen it in that time period would have made more sense because – there were jokes like, I haven't felt this bad since I saw that Ronald Reagan film. And oh. I was like, okay, that's clearly like referencing a movie. I don't, you know, I don't know what movie it's referencing. Too topical. Yeah. Or just I, in yeah, general, like it's just any yeah. Reagan film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, but there were like other ones too where I was like, I feel like that was referencing a well, local. When did he, did he just come into office? Like Jive is not a thing anymore. You know what I mean? Like that's not a thing that we. I mean. You know, in society, really that much anymore. So the jive jokes were kind of like, eh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, they're definitely dated, but. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. there's a little bit of it still around. So, like, so the know. the jive, that was the thing I was thinking about a lot ahead of time was. Me how too. How bad is this going to feel? Yep. And yeah. I'd, I don't know how I feel about it. It wasn't so bad it, to know like what the problem was. But at the same time, it wasn't great. (laughs) Here's the thing is if you listen to what they're actually saying, it's very problematic. But the thing is, is you're distracted by like the subtitles. So you're reading the subtitles. But I like tried a couple times to just listen to what they're saying. And it's like they're saying some like womanizing bullshit. That's like definitely like, "Mm." yeah, it's like, yeah, it's 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 racist on its face. It's racist. But Mm -hmm. then it's like it's, it's almost like. They were trying to, we're, but we're gonna try to come at it like we're gonna make it so silly that it comes back around. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it f- made the full journey. Yeah. No. They. Yeah. I think like the woke version of that joke would be like portraying them as you know intelligent, but like still needing the stupid su- subtitles for the d- dumb white people. But yeah, they didn't really say anything very nice. <laughs> yeah. So. It it goes both. Are you both ways are you saying one. like them speaking perfectly clear mm-hmm. English, but no, the dumb just white person like, saying you know, still acting like they can't a, like the stuff they were saying. Like Ash was saying, was like pretty derogatory. Uh, a lot of it, and mm-hmm. uh, and then the subtitles cleaned it up. Yeah. Whereas I don't have a problem that the joke is we can't understand them because there are people in the world you can't understand, and like the joke is like white people need this translated because they're not going to fucking like take the time to even try to understand these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the things that they were saying, 
we're not making them look great. So yeah, like it did the joke kind of fall flat because of that. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think in general the movie was a little more harsh on women <laughs> than racism. Yeah, to, like, like why were there boobs for no reason? Yeah, Just boobs for no reason. I well, mean, it was funny, it would have been but at rated the same G time. otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a staple oh, of like, the time, though. Yeah, totally was. Yeah. Like, that part, like, they were at least aware of racism in their jokes while they were still racist. They were poking fun at being racist. I think at their core was their goal, whether that intent was understood well, or not. But, like, their the way they treated women was, like, unabashedly, like, women are women. I, like I did really like, though, the... the the flight stewardess that's like crying because she doesn't yeah. like I'm 26 and I'm not married and then the other lady who's like at least I have a husband yeah I thought that was like kind of making fun of it in a good way too yeah where it's like this is so ridiculous you know you're fine that stood out to yeah. me though because I feel like it, that's a thing that I still know people to this day that oh, are, yeah. They're yeah. like that and I'm like especially like women I'm like why we as a guy we suck like I don't understand like <laughs> <laughs> We're not. Like, <laughs> I don't get the mentality that like, even the best of us, like especially straight white dudes, are not that great. Yeah, I'm married, and I don't get why. <laughs> like, why? I mean, I have an answer. It's I dark, and it's gonna kill I don't the see joke. The attraction from from that direction. Oh. Like I thought you meant you don't know why we're married. And I was like, well, that explains why it took eleven years. He, he's, he's complimenting you, Sam. He's saying he outkicked his <laughs> How did this happen? Luck. I don't know. Oh man. So another joke I really loved in this movie was the beginning with all of the gags with the airplane. And like the guy cleaning the windshield and he falls off oh, and then yeah, he yeah. like pays for the gas out of the airplane window. With oh, is that cr- what he was doing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I probably wouldn't. One. I probably wouldn't know that with the, unless I had been in Oregon, but that's like, <laughs> we're not allowed to pump our own gas. So you pay through the window. I didn't realize it was a credit card he handed him. Yeah, and like, then he swiped happening? it. <laughs> you make a swiper? Yeah, because uh, yeah. it's an old school. They yeah. didn't have electronic credit card readers. And then um, the like the like World War Two couple, and he's like, Oh, the yeah. train! The, the, the train! Oh, that was great. And yeah. the conductor goes, he's like, "You better get on there." <laughs> I was dying laughing. And she's like running into the, the <laughs> she fake. She just keeps props. going. And he yeah. throws his watch, Jimmy Pocket Watch, and she's like, You'll need it. He's like, No, I won't. It's broken. <laughs> she's like, Oh, <laughs> thanks. Like, yeah, that was great. I liked it, the part you mentioned where the guy fell off, but before that, he's like checking the oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So wh- where did we land on this then? Like, wh- what, did, what did you think, Ash, first time um, viewer? I. Uh, well, actually, before we wrap up, there was there was like one more thing I wanted to mention. Okay. I thought it was really interesting that Leslie Nielsen was actually doing a magic trick with those eggs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was like palming other eggs and like, I mean, it was a little obvious, but I thought that was pretty cool. Anyway, shout out, <laughs> Leslie. Cool magician <laughs> skills. Also, um, what a ridiculous joke. Like, yeah, she's having eggs come out of her mouth. 
Yeah. <laughs> like he cracks. Well, I kept him. expecting him to be like, she has bird flu. Oh. You know, I feel like that's the punchline to that joke and it never <laughs> happened. Um, I guess they didn't have bird flu back then. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, it was definitely really fun. It's not my favorite because I'm not like huge into absurdist comedy. I prefer like situational and physical humor more or like wordplay like Patrick was saying. But I think there were a lot of really, really good gags and jokes in this film. There were a lot, though, that I felt like fell flat, like with the random uh uh watermelon just like falling out of oh, the Oh yeah. Like, it's like you know what? like there was stuff like that where I'm just like, well, why? Why? Like I don't there's it's just random. There's stuff in here that reminded me of like sometimes SNL is really good and sometimes SNL is really bad. <laughs> and this is like a combination of the two. Uh, where it's like there's a lot of really funny gags, but there's also some that just like really fell flat. Um, but but yeah, it was definitely enjoyable. I feel like if if I was going to choose a comedy of that time period, like Mel Brooks is the one. Like in oh, yeah. his films, like well, his like more to me than than Airplane. I think yeah. Which um, Blazing Saddles would be a good one to do because oh, I haven't mm-hmm. seen it for a while and I'm worried oh, it's very Lord. problematic. It but is. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I do love Mel Brooks, but. Yeah, there's something about like, like absurdist humor is all about making, like you said, non sequitur jokes that like don't have anything to do with what's actually going on. And to me, sometimes those are just, like, make me go, like, what? As opposed to, like, Mel Brooks is really good at, like, making jokes that have to do with, like, the story and the characters that we're, like, seeing. And and it never feels like it's, like, out of left field. As opposed to this film, I felt like there were quite a few where they just, like, were out of left field. And I was, like, I don't even, I don't even get the joke. Like, what? Why is there... Why is there a watermelon falling from the ceiling, you know? Yeah. Um, but overall, like, there's some just really brilliant gags in this film, for sure. You can, I feel like you can see the progression. I would argue, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I would argue that Hot Shots is a better film. And, and you can see where, how they've grown, you know, to hot shots like it's a little more refined yeah, this, and this one was the granddaddy of mm-hmm. all of those yeah yeah mm-hmm. i don't know i really liked it um obviously problematic stuff that we knew would be a thing but overall way more jokes landed than i ever thought they would be and like i was surprised at how packed in there all the jokes were and mm-hmm. i was laughing a lot I'm surprised that they still hold up all these decades later. So, yeah, we were talking in the beginning about Ash pacing and like, Mm -hmm. I think. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't feel slow. No, not at all. For sure. The uh, jokes per second count kept even what might have been a slow part of the movie moving really quickly. For, for yeah. The yeah. Like yep. the flashbacks when he's like remembering. Oh, I'm glad like you brought time those in up. The war, and then it like just transitions into like old footage of like <laughs> airplanes <laughs> crashing. Like, like once he clearly wasn't in. Also, that the, was pretty brilliant. The grease scene. The grease. 
Like the, the we beach. were dying, where they're making fun of Greece, and they're like that, on they're the beach. They're making fun of Greece. I that's what I thought. Greece might have been making fun of another movie. There's some famous scene where they're like rolling around the beach and the water's like lapping at them. Yeah, it's old, old school in Hollywood. Oh, in the beginning. Beginning. Oh yeah. And yeah. so oh, okay. I, I was dying and they're like she has sand in her armpits and the guy's yeah, like yeah. covered in seaweed and, and you can last see wave them comes in and yeah. like washes them away yeah they like literally roll in with the wave i mm. i don't know just that mm-hmm. sort of those things i thought were really hilarious yeah or the like what is it saturday night fever oh my god scene that scene yeah. the, girl scouts. <laughs> the girl scouts ridiculous the girl scouts yeah, fighting really <laughs> yeah yeah that's it that's a gag that Family Guy stole and just can't stop using, and they made it unfunny. But it was really great <laughs> seeing it in this. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was even great because you could like clearly tell that it was two full-grown stuntmen, you know, <laughs> just with wigs on. Yeah, and yeah, so good. It's like in a film like this, it's okay, you know, to see that for totally. sure. Yeah, I I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I. I really liked this movie. Uh, you know, I, I'm wondering because I, I feel like the, I've mentioned a few times before that thing about jokes being on like the wrong side of history, and we've definitely seen, you know, even more recent movies where uh, just entire plot lines and stuff were super inappropriate. Ace Ventura. In this movie. Yeah. yeah, Ace Ventura, uh, Crocodile, Crocodile Dundee, Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. Uh, just uh, a couple of real bad. Like the whole movie didn't play because Crocodile Dundee. Their main premise yeah. was <laughs> real offensive. <laughs> and I wonder if this this was obviously you know with the like the random boobs on screen and the uh, the pervy uh, balloon autopilot. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, intended to be a raunchy comedy, and I think. The way this movie comes off to me is like the most like time period woke version of a raunchy comedy that they could make. Yeah, like totally. They were, you know, the the balloon guy sexually harassed that the 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 lady, but it was a balloon guy and not an actual human person. Yeah, and they kind of balance it out later, like with the air traffic control guy, and then the like. Oh yeah, and the woman wife. starts groping yeah. him, and. Yeah, and it kind of went both directions, and like everybody got the same amount of punishment. And speaking of the woman that was groping him, she was the the wife of the main captain, the creepy pedophile captain that passed out. Yeah. Um, oh, was she, she, yes. I'm she was, so glad we're bringing this up. Were they implying she was a uh, fucking a horse? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that yeah, was, but I was bestiality going on. I was just so impressed that they got a real horse into that mm. scene. That I completely ignored the fact that she was supposed to be sleeping yeah. with it. Yeah. Actually, now that you mentioned that, w- one of the gags I really liked was the dog that's just like, oh my God, attacking the guy. I was uh, pretty good. Dying. Yes, sick burn on dog owners who I, don't fucking train their dogs. Yes. Shame on all of you. It was hilarious. <laughs> and the wife's like, oh, he just gets excited. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> uh, oh, but yeah, I, I think like, this could have been so much worse and that it was from a time period where stuff was so much worse and that it was this good, I think puts it in like a top tier of period comedies Yeah, uh, for me. Yeah, obviously I feel like Mel Brooks is a 
a different kind of storyteller and almost so, in a, a different little bit, category. A little bit later in time period, too. Uh, but, like, this well, is... he was making movies around this time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think this is, like, they're, I think for me, they're in the same category. This, the airplane and, and throw any Mel Brooks movie at it. And, like, you know, mm-hmm. probably Mel Brooks, a little higher quality, a little higher budget, a little better writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, comedy-wise, I chuckled as as much at this as I would at Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, yeah. Uh, but this was, yeah, more more jokes per second, less plot per second. <laughs> uh, but had a good time. Yeah. What do you think, Patrick? Yeah. Uh, liked it. Like, uh, similar to Brett, there was things that I didn't remember that said, whoa, and there were things that I thought were going to be worse than they were uh, as far as from a non-wokeness <laughs> but uh no loved it and it makes me want to go watch some of the other ones i feel like that it inspired like i think one that isn't as as well known and sam brought it up but the first half was a uh, top secret starring val a very yeah. young val kilmer that i think is oh, a val very, Kilmer's very in that? <laughs> underrated uh this it's very much in the same vein as this it's you know silly random parody humor set in like a World War II espionage setting. Mm, He's a secret spy for the resistance and the allies against the Nazis. It's, I think, very underrated, very funny. I have, I don't remember if there's any serious issues with it, but um, makes me want to go see that. And then I forgot one of the gags that I've I've done shamelessly, um, only in like pools. Like if you're on vacation, like in Mexico at a resort, and you're like drinking cocktails in a pool. I've done the I've done the to people's like yeah I've I've got kind of a drinking problem and they get real serious they go what and I go yeah and then I just throw the drink like over my shoulder. <laughs> That's awesome. That was the one dad joke that I was like, Ugh. oh yeah, I, I oh. of course so of course I love it. <laughs> I thought it was pretty great. Yeah, I laughed at that one. Oh, awesome. Well, it looks like uh, generally favorable <laughs> reviews for this one. Uh, yeah. I think that wraps up. Episode 100, guys. Woot woot! Yeah. Uh, thanks, everyone who's listening for listening. And yeah. For yeah. Thanks for sticking with us. So much for 100 time. 100 episodes. 100 episodes. It's been like, what, almost five years? Four. Uh, well, we're four. like, we're into four. Into four. All right. Like halfway oh, okay. through four. I was like, damn, five. I think my screenshot was too tough. I tried to get something without an airplane in it. Wait, or, did you or, not get the one that Brett sent she had you? Already she already tweeted it. Something. I had already. Uh, yeah. that, would, that would have been a good one. But yeah, she had already tweeted I, it. But I thought that one might be too obvious. Here, I'll post that one now. I'll be like, okay, this is too hard. <laughs> Let's see if anyone has a different one. But nobody will get back to us in time. Patrick, take us out. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Let's Rewatch on Twitter. You can also follow Laughstash TV at Laughstash TV. And if you liked our podcast, please give us a positive review on iTunes or Google Play and tell your friends. We'd love to get some more listeners. And that's how we do it yeah. through you, our current listeners. Speaking of, people guess the movie from the second picture. Cool. That was right. People, do so you mean Mitch? Good job, Brett. <laughs> uh, somebody named Craig. Uh, Bill guest airplane two. Sorry, Bill. Tomahawk guest hot shots part two. Sorry, close, Tomahawk. but not. Close. Um, Mitch still hasn't got it. Sorry, Mitch. I'm sure you'll get it eventually. <laughs> okay. And Gary Matthews also guest 
airplane. A plus. Good job, guys. Guys, can we backtrack a little bit to talk about Mitch? So, yeah. last this le- is Mitch, stop listening. The most prolific no. podcast Mitch ever. Bitch session. No, no, no. So, Bloodsport, <laughs> we're watching it, and I turned to Brett and I was like, that judge looks like Mitch. And oh, Brett's like, oh my God, he does. And then I on Twitter, Brett, I said, hey, Mitch, like, you look a lot like that judge from Bloodsport. And Mitch responds, that's my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> but he's joking, right? No. I said, are you serious? And then he like... I didn't know. I was going to reach out to him and see if he was joking or not. I'm pretty sure it's for realsies. I'm pretty sure it was for realsies there. <laughs> Mitch. I'm pretty sure verify. it was a joke. Please add us, Mitch, and tell us if you were, you were yanking our chains or not. <laughs> yeah, we need we need to know. I need to know. Mitch but would I never do that to us. A really awesome gif of Mitch. With, with his head on top of Jean-Claude Van Damme's body doing the splits. It was pretty funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. I was going to tack on to your thing. I mean, especially with that conversation, people who listen to the show, tell other people, talk to us on Twitter. We'll talk about you on the show. Yeah. We, here's what I'll do. Pretty much every interaction gets mentioned. Here, here's what I'll do. <laughs> Go leave a five-star review. And then at me on Twitter and let me know. Send me like a screenshot of it. I'm at the Pat Edwards. And then I'll look at your Twitter bio and I'll make I'll write a haiku about you. <laughs> and tweet Patrick it. will personally send you five dollars for a good I will review. not send you money. No. <laughs> no. Take that back. Which is like giving you money because I get paid. It's to worth write five dollars. He'll pay yeah. you in oh, the shit, written it's word. Snowing. <gasps> oh, it's snowing. <laughs> this is our first. Okay. Continue. Stop okay. it. Well. And then go get my artwork off the porch. Longest outro ever. Okay. Well, <laughs> thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back uh, next week with some sort of alternate content. Next time, we'll be watching Lesbian Vampire Killers. <laughs> Is that a porno? Mm. Ah. Wait, are the vampires mm. lesbians or are the people that kill them? Or the killers. Do yeah. they kill ve- lesbian vampires? That's a hate crime.